Bleh. <laughs> Thought I'd try something different. Did you like it? Should we- uh, yes, I'm going to try an FM voice. <laughs> Hi, Els. Welcome uh, to the show. <laughs> Thanks for coming to my house. Yeah. I know I kind of forced you, but. Yeah. But I'm, yeah, you, you, you always have food that we don't have. So, like, I'm, I'm getting, we still have leftovers. So oh, gosh. It's been a couple of weeks, but, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check out your pantry. Yeah, I get a little stingy with my kid-free time. He asked if we could record, and I was like, sure, if you come to my house, because I don't want to waste any of my kid-free time driving, <laughs> driving back and forth. So, thanks uh, for yeah. coming here. Oh, you're welcome. I was fine, because I... I have a few podcasts I found that I, I like, and I listen to podcasts in the car. Yeah. That's my favorite time. I don't listen to talk radio. I don't listen. You used to when I was a kid. I know. <laughs> Drove I know. me nuts. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. What podcast are you listening to lately? Well, I have a, I have a friend, musician friend in Nashville. I have a few. I have a bunch. Yeah, I was going to say you have one. <laughs> I have musician one friend. friend. <laughs> no, Gordon Moat is yes. a piano keyboard player. That I think we've talked about him, but he's. I've known him for years and years. He's played on everything that I ever did, and yep. just about everybody in Nashville. But he has a new podcast. Oh. And so it's uh, it's been really fun to listen to his podcast, and uh, I'll go ahead and just promote it. Insight with Gordon Moat. Nice. Uh, if you don't know Gordon, man, you need to know Gordon Moat. And then I found this other one, the Sideman Chronicles, which is studio musicians talking about oh. being a studio musician and touring in Nashville. And so I'll, I know a ton of those guys because I've paid them money in the past <laughs> to play on my projects or whatever I was producing. So I love I love those two podcasts. I listen to those all the time. How about you? Well, I have been listening to, they just wrapped up, well, one, Lauren Akins, Thomas Rhett's wife. Mm-hmm. She just did season two of her podcast. And then, which she's under the Annie F. Downs umbrella. Network, yeah. And then the other one that came from that, she's also under that same umbrella, is Kaylee Dickerson, which is Russell Dickerson's wife. Her podcast is called Coffee with Kaylee, and she has a different guest on every week. And they just talk, and I love it. <laughs> I don't know why. It sounds familiar, but... Hmm, housewife, uh, mom. <laughs> but I really enjoyed that. So I've been listening to those, and I I like to listen when I'm driving as well, but only if I don't have the kids with me, which doesn't happen very often. And then when I'm walking, oh, you're going to laugh at me for this. Though. I, I like to, to listen to the podcast when I go for a walk, or I'll mm-hmm. take the dog and um, go for a walk, but... I don't like to wear headphones. <laughs> um, I don't. You like, don't like the ones in your ears. I, I don't like any of them. I don't like stuff in my ears for sure. That's a hard no. I will not do that. <laughs> and then I don't like to not be able to hear my surroundings. So I that I don't like the over the ear headphones either, <laughs> because I want to be able to know if something's happening. So so what I do is I play it at full volume from my phone. <laughs> In my pocket while I'm walking, uh, which works great for me. But anybody I pass is probably like, what are you doing? And Josh laughs at me and my friends laugh at me. But wonder if she knows about headphones. I know. There's this really great invention. 
<laughs> you might benefit from <laughs> headphones. I just don't. I just you put don't them like over it. your ears. I know. I just don't. I don't like it. And I used to. I like to. I have a little beach cruiser bike, and yep. it is very modern and has a little spot that holds your phone. It's, oh, it's wow! It's made for it. It has a has a water bottle holder, and then it has a phone holder but when i ride on my bike i don't use headphones either so it's just blasting it's like a little parade everyone i everyone i go by gets to celebrating Haley. what i listen to that's hilarious oh gosh anyways well my whole life is i've had something headphones in my ears my whole life just I know. studio or touring can't or do it so what are we talking about this week you tell me <laughs> I thought we'd talk about balancing marriage, parenting, family, and work. Oh, fun. Okay. That'd be fun. So I think that that would really, a lot of people would relate to that. Yeah. Because I, I was thinking about now that I'm older and we're empty nesters and, you know, I'm working at the church, but I'm doing all this other stuff too. So I was like, we still have to balance that. We like, it's weird. Like, me and your mom still have to protect our time. Yeah. And how important it is to prioritize the needs of others and other things and learn to say no. It's like, yeah, I'm just not available for that. Like for me right now, I'm off on Fridays and Saturdays. So I really want to protect Fridays and Saturdays, either for us to do the podcast, but then that's also me and mom's Aaron, like we run errands, we yeah. go to the grocery, we, and we spend the day, we have a morning brunch breakfast date at one of our favorite places. And so it's still hard, but, but I, I, I wanted to get your perspective of how you and Josh do that. Cause he works full time and he's, he's what a half hour away. Yeah. So, and then you've got two kids in school and you have gymnastics and you, you're, you're doing kids strong, right? Kids strong. Kids Shout strong. out. Shout out oh kids gosh. strong. I could do a whole episode about Kids Strong, but I won't. But if you if you want to talk about it, let me know and I'll shoot you an email because I promote Kids Strong. I, I, I told one of the coaches I was going to get the their logo tattooed on my face. <laughs> Please do. It has been such a godsend for both of my kids for totally different reasons. But anyways, yeah, well... So you want me to start? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so what things either you guys did proactively, mm-hmm. you and Josh sit down and said, okay, we have to, this is how we're going to balance work, parenting, marriage, protect our time as a couple. So we do date nights or whatever. Yeah. And then I want to see how that related to how me and your mom did it with me traveling most of the time. Yeah. So, so did some things just happen naturally? Well, or did- we are perfect. Josh and I, um, we're perfect parents, and I'm a perfect wife, and he's a perfect husband. So really, it just came real natural. Yeah, well, I know you have perfect children. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah, I they forgot are, that part. They are grand. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, well, I will say maybe not the number one tip, but something that has really helped us is we have really stuck with an early bedtime for our kids. And it just, it, it sounds silly, but... Putting the kids to bed early and having a quiet house by 7.30 really has helped us out a lot. So they're they're down by 7.30. They're down by 7. So seven. it's quiet by 7.30. The house is quiet. and So i got to ask, though, what time do they get up? Six. Oh, Sometimes well. a little before. 
but they have to be up for school. And I was just telling somebody over the holidays, you know, I've, I've never had to wake them up for school. I could probably count on one hand the times that I'm like, oh, you know, they're not up. And I don't know, it just, it works for us. And that was an adjustment that we made when we had Emery. Yeah, so the kids go to bed early and the house is quiet and that's when Josh and I have time. And, you know, sometimes it is just watching TV together. But having that time together as husband and wife and not mom and dad. Oh, that's very important. Has been very important. Another thing we do, well, I think it helps out that Josh and I are both Enneagram nines. Mm -hmm. Um, He is a nine wing one, which is the organized one. And I am a nine wing eight, which is the mad one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, No, but we are very chill. Our default, if we're going to do anything or if we have, if we have free time, we do nothing, (laughs) which again, has helped us out and can drag us down because we can both fall into that lazy nothingness, which is fun for a while, but then it's like, oh, we we have to like, we have to make stuff happen or it's not going to happen. So one thing we started last year was committing to going out, going out on a date once a month. Okay. So what, what type things do you do on a date? (laughs) Well, we always include food. Amen. Um, but we really like antiquing. <laughs> so we go, we have our favorite antique place that is, it's like a big, really big, like warehouse one. So we like to go there and it, it takes us a long time. We had gone a few times with the kids, which two kids in an antique store is very difficult anyways, but you also have to move very fast because you, <laughs> you can't like stand and look at every little booth and all that. So We like to go by ourselves to do that, and he likes to look at the records. He always somehow comes home with a new record, (laughs) and um, I like the, I just like old stuff, like for home decor and and all that, but anyways, (laughs) that's what I said, I want my house to look like an antique store, (laughs) which is, you know, not everybody's style, but it's my style. Anyways, and then in the mornings we do have, it's very short and some, sometimes it's, you know, five minutes, but Mm -hmm. we sit and have a cup of coffee together every single morning. And that's really where we touch base and like what's going on. Mm -hmm. And the kids are up and they're supposed to be upstairs during this time. That doesn't always work out, but it's literally 10 to 15 minutes. We'll do a Devo or we'll Mm -hmm. just sit and talk. And that's, we committed to one cup of coffee before the day starts. So Josh is always up and showered and dressed and I'm, you know, in the corner of the couch (laughs) under a blanket, not quite awake yet, but it works for us. And that's just how we've set aside time every day to touch base. That's a great plan. Yeah. Me and your mom do that because we get up early, you know, we're, Mm -hmm. we're older now. So it, it never made sense to why old people would get up before the sun came up and as you get older, it just happens. Yeah. But we love sitting there and get the fireplace going, <laughs> sit there with some uh, classical, instrumental classical music, <laughs> and have a cup of coffee and just kind of go through our day, what, what she has on her agenda, what I have, what yeah. time she's going to be home, what time I'm going to be home. And it just helps to c- kind of, like you leave the house feeling connected. 
Yeah. But I, I remember when we were raising you guys, it's you're you're in that season right now. We had to make time. We just had to because I knew like I was gone most Thursday through Sundays. And whatever day, if I got home on a Sunday, Monday was our day. I don't know if you remember this, but we're like, I if was me and <laughs> do what? I was at school. I never knew. Yeah. It was, we would sit on the porch or in the living room or somewhere. And we would just, we had a whole day. We would run errands if we needed to, but we would just sit and talk. And our rule was when you guys got home from school, like if there's not blood flowing or fire, don't interrupt us until dinner. Our time will be dinner. Yeah. And we would sit around the table as a, as a family because morning breakfast, you know, I mean, I was raised, mom and dad made us get up and we had to have breakfast. You didn't have really? to eat. You didn't have to eat. Uh-huh. But everybody was at the kitchen table every morning and they, they both worked their whole lives. Yeah. And they made eggs, bacon, biscuits, <laughs> coffee, juice. I mean, we had full on breakfast every morning. Wow. And then so when we got married and had you guys, like there was no way we could have pulled that off. <laughs> There's no way. Yeah. Everybody's going in different directions and different times. And some people are on time in our family. Some people were never on time <laughs> in our family. Hayden Lamb. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you have to balance that. And then we had to, we had to say with my, I mean, I was self-employed. So I was either doing shows or singing sessions or producing something or writing sessions yeah. So we had to really schedule that out and say, okay, these are the times we're going to block out for that because I'm going to be home the rest of the time. So yeah, it's it's very important to balance the work and the when your mom and dad and when your husband and wife and yeah. block the, all that out to where you can protect it because if you don't, it's it all kind of seems like chaos and ships passing in the night. Yeah, and all and all of a sudden it's been a year or it's been yeah. five years, it's been ten years. Yeah. And you're like, what are we doing? Like, we don't, like, we need some structure. Yeah. You have to be proactive about balancing that, making, I mean, even with the kids. I I love that you really do stuff with your kids. You plan arts and crafts. Thank you. You I try really hard. (laughs) Well, you do it. You do it great. I mean, even back at Christmas this year, when you guys were all at our place, it was like amazing. You had... I don't know what you had. You had that goo stuff. <laughs> Slime. <laughs> and they were putting little stuff yeah. in it. And I was like, what is, what is happening? What happened to Play-Doh? <laughs> but yeah, all the arts and crafts and stuff, because, you know, Emery's big on arts and crafts. And then uh, Hunter's number two son, Noxie's big on that. And so yeah. it was great, right? Yeah, Just watching thanks, all that Dad. structure. Which also meant I got to sit back in my chair and watch and not have to play in the goo. And so. Well, thanks. Yeah, I really try. I mean, not just, yeah, like arts and crafts and stuff. But I try to like have things for them to do. But also Josh and I made a decision early on when the kids were born that our kids would not be things kids. They would be experiences kids. That's great. Um, that's great, though. And that's really what we strive to do. We, even last year, we really like made an effort to, to go to Broken Bow and do that trip with everyone because that's the kind of stuff I want my kids to look forward to and 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 have value in experiences and memories and not 
a toy. And, and that was really fun for us at Christmas too, because Christmas, I mean, our kids get toys Mm -hmm. for their birthdays and for Christmas. And that's really it. I mean, they really don't get things throughout the year. Plus I'm just not a shopper. So it kind of comes natural to me, but so it, it made, Christmas so fun because, well, you saw our kids on Christmas morning had like, I don't know, 40 presents to open. I mean, it took three Mm -hmm. hours of us just staring at them opening gifts because they don't get a lot of new things throughout the year. And we are a hand-me-down family. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Both of my kids, I have friends. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But um, I have a friend that has two girls and I have a friend that has two boys and they are each a little older than my kids. So my Perfect. kids' wardrobes are, I'm serious, 98% hand-me-downs and they don't know any different. They they think that's how, how they get new clothes. So we really try to make Christmas and birthdays a big deal because that is when they get new stuff and we we're trying so hard to instill that in them that things don't matter. People matter and experiences matter. And we really try to give that to our kids. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. Thanks. So if you guys are wondering how to get more of that in your, in your life, just get, get a plan. Yeah. Get a plan. If you don't, you won't. (laughs) If you don't, you won't. There's a (laughs) t-shirt. We, we hope that we can encourage you guys by, saying, okay, here's some things we did right and did wrong. And man, it's, it is, it's a full-time job. If you're married, it's a full-time job. If you have children, it's a full-time job. If you're working a full-time job, then you gotta, you gotta balance all that. Yeah. And it's, it's, you, it's not just going to happen. Oh, I hope this happens. I hope we end up balanced. I hope our kids are balanced. I hope our income is balanced. I hope our marriage is balanced. It's like, no, you, you have to get proactive about it. And I, I, when I started thinking about this, do you remember when we lived on Moss Landing and I had my recording studio in the house? Vaguely. I was very Because you were three. I think I was five when we moved from that house. So, So, yeah, I had a conversation last week about a guy, you know, like, yeah, I've just got a studio in my house. I was like, oh, that never worked for me. I remember because it was in my house and I would be producing or writing and I had deadlines to pitch songs or whatever. And so it was like, I had it all in the house. We had to had to we turned the garage into a studio, and there were it only happened a few times. But I remember I've got to get it because I didn't have a plan. I've got to get a, a hold of this because I would take the boys to school, take you to preschool, and then I'd come home and I'd start working. And all of a sudden, Laurie would go get the boys if I was working, and they would come in to the studio and say, "Dad, let's go shoot basketball." Mm-hmm. Or and we had a pool. If it was summertime, it's like let's get in the pool. Okay, I'll be right there. And then I'd start working, not even thinking about time. And then Laurie would come in and say, "Dinner's ready." All right, I'll be right there. And I'd yeah. keep working. And then the boys would come in, and you would in your PJs <laughs> and say, "We're going to bed." And you know, I'd kiss you like, "I'll be right up there to pray with you." I'll be right there. Yeah. And then an hour or two later, Laurie's coming. And it's like I'm going to bed, babe. And I was like, this is not, like, it was stealing all of my time from my wife and my kids. And so that's why we had to move it. We had to move out and lease space away from the house. Because then that way I could stop. Like, I need need to be home at 5 or I need to be home at 6. 
and I could walk away. And it is, it's, you have to have balance and you have to protect that family unit. You have to protect that. Yeah. And, and even from culture, I mean, especially where we live, you can do something all the time. Yeah. And so we've really got to protect that. So I just want to encourage the listeners to, if you don't proactively have a plan for your days as a person, your personal time, and then if you if you have a spouse, protect that time. And then if you have children, like protect all that and don't let it be about things as you I love what I love what you said. It's not about things, it's about experiences. Yeah. And so really protect that. So if if you have uh stories that you could encourage us with that we'd love for you to email us. Brentlandpodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear what's working for you, what's not working for you, where you've missed it, where you've got it right, and just we could use that to encourage one another. Yeah. Yeah, let us know. And we're on Instagram at Brentland Podcast and Facebook is Brentland Music. And dad's phone number is Nope. Quit doing- <laughs> I know I already made that joke, but I think it's so funny. <laughs> Well, I guess that's all we've got. Yeah, we'll see you next week on the Brent Lamb Podcast. (laughs) All right, love you. Love you.